Welcome to the Tuned In Podcast. I'm Post-Gazette TV writer Rob Owen, and this week I'm joined by media writer Maria Shulo. Hey, Maria. Hey, Rob. How are you? I'm good, thanks. And online features editor Sharon Everson. Hi, Sharon. Hey, Rob. We're going to talk three TV topics, Evil Genius on Netflix about the eerie bomb caller case, then Patrick Melrose, a very dark and weird yeah. <laughs> uh, show on Showtime, and then we will get to what was kept and what was canceled this upfront week. Uh, first, Evil Genius, this is the latest true crime documentary. Um, true crime is a genre that has really become popular since um, the podcast Serial and Making a Murderer on Netflix and The Jinx on HBO. Um, this is sort of in our, our, not near backyard, but far backyard in Erie. It's a case from 2003 where a guy robbed a bank and said that somebody had strapped a bomb to his neck and then the bomb went off and killed him. And um, the Post-Gazette covered this story pretty extensively, um, but... Uh, you know, if you weren't following it closely, I think that uh, this documentary, um, there's a lot of interesting twists and turns that are certainly fascinating, but at the same time, I think it's not a very well-made documentary. Ooh, um, okay, I want to hear uh, why. So I will I will get into that in a moment, but first, Maria, I wanted to, to hear your thoughts on the story. Well, I remember when it happened, and I also remember that Wired Magazine um, in 2010 did a really good article about this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of the people involved are based in Pittsburgh because it was the U.S. Attorney's Office for Western Pennsylvania. It was the FBI out of here. It was, you know, um, various uh, federal investigators. It so, was quite a flashback seeing Mary Beth Buchanan. Yes, and, and families, yeah, Brian Wells's family yelling at her at a press conference. I do remember that. Um, yeah, so... I, I had a really hard time convincing somebody in my house who has a lot of knowledge about this to watch this because he claimed that, you know, nobody ever gets things right. But after it was done, he said, well, that actually was pretty well done. So I'm curious to know what you didn't like about it, Rob. Okay, structurally, so there's a narrator at the beginning of episode one. Yes. And he brings up Marjorie... Deal Armstrong, yes. Deal Armstrong. The evil genius. She goes away... For an hour, then they bring her up again at the end. Yet, the narrator is never really identified fully until the end of the second episode, which yeah. I just thought was a really bizarre choice and sort of confusing, um, because he ends up becoming one of the main characters in this. Also, some of his dialogue in that second episode is straight out of the true crime parody podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, what's it called? Um, a Very Fatal Murder. Did you watch that or listen to that? No, one? I have not. <laughs> it oh, sounds like I, I should. Mean, like, literally, there is a line of dialogue where we burst out laughing mm-hmm. because it is exactly what the full-of-himself narrator on A Very Fatal uh, Murder says. Well, hey, you have to say, though, this would make an amazing feature film in the right hands because you have this woman who, by all accounts, really was really bright. She had some friends, bad friends, who were pretty... I mean, you'll, you will not hear more eloquent, horrible things said by people in a true crime pro- podcast than in this one because they're not dummies but sadly they're they almost everybody's dead now they seem to have some mental afflictions and personality disorders that you know who would do this for i mean we never even actually said what happened beyond the collar bomb they set up this scavenger hunt 
with all of these weird clues, and it turns out that the, the, the guy who was killed by the bomb was actually in on it. And Or was he? Yeah, well, that was the whole... They had this big reveal in the fourth episode that I won't go into specifics, but it it didn't line up with some of the evidence they presented in the first episode. So it was like, I don't buy your big reveal. It was like they were trying to be the jinx, and I don't think they succeeded that way. I do have to say one thing, though, and and I did not, I mean, they show the actual detonation, but it's kind of digitalized, and I turned away. I didn't didn't watch it. But you get the impression and I'm not passing judgment here, but the guy is sitting or, or sort of cross-legged in a parking lot, and he doesn't sound panicked. He's actually saying, I mean, it, it almost sounds like he knows that this is not real, even though it was real. I mean, did you get the idea that in a similar simula- uh, situation, maybe, did, I mean, did he seem just preternaturally calm to you? Well, yeah, and that was one of the points they make in episode one, is that he's kind of like strolling out of the bank in the the CCTV footage, and he doesn't seem to have a care in the world, even though he's got a a collar bomb around his neck. So, um, you know, maybe he didn't think it was live and that it was really going to blow up, even though he was professing that with his words to the police. Right. But I I also think, you know, that... um, he may not have been the sharpest knife in the drawer, and there may have been some other issues there that, yeah. that perhaps his behavior... Um, well, he was a pizza delivery man who had been sent to a remote area before all this started, and he made up a story, you know, story about... Well, he maybe... I don't know. Who knows? There was just a lot going on here, and I still think it's a really interesting story, and I thought I thought it was kind of well told, but... Yeah. yeah, I thought I think it, at three hours it would have been much stronger than at four hours. But um, but you're right that somebody could make it into a very interesting feature film and and maybe even take some license with it. Did you, they try you... to though? Um, oh, I... Wasn't there a film about that? Oh, I didn't I... know that. But who would you cast as Marjorie? Oh well, if, uh, if she's uh, Abby Lee Miller, I think is the obvious choice. <laughs> no. I see Kate Blanchett. Okay, all right. Um, I think there had there was a movie that had a collar bomb in it, Sharon, but I right. don't think it was. I don't think the story was this story. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I was trying to um, think of, of the actor. Uh, all I could think of is he played Lex Luthor in the in, in the DC universe recently, and and definitely it was a collar bomb in a pizza delivery. But that was what I was thinking. So. Yeah, no, that I old think, cliche. I think there was something that was kind of a takeoff of it, but not really based on the specifics of this case. Yeah. Well, I All didn't right. see. Yeah, I didn't see Patrick Melrose. So now you, I'm handing off the weirdness to you and Sharon. <laughs> All right. Well, so Patrick Melrose is based on a a book series or a novella series. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't remember the name of the author, but it's it's, it's, uh, um, it's a British. It, his name is Edward St. Aubin, and it's actually quite autobiographical, which is really spooky. It is. It is scary. And evidently, this is something that everyone in England has read. And uh, now we are getting a filmed version with Benedict Cumberbatch as the Patrick Melrose of the title. Um, it is a trippy, trippy thing because he's a guy who's on drugs a lot, um, who has some severe... Um, issues from uh, abuse and uh, sexual abuse and trauma in his childhood um and 
it reminded it made me think a little bit about train spotting it made me think mm-hmm. a little bit about legion just in terms of the way it was filmed and it's also very different episode to episode at least right. in the first two mm-hmm. which i also found fascinating because the the first episode is like a big acid trip and then the second episode is a period piece about him as a child in um france and uh it was it was much more it was more genteel and easier to watch, even though some horrible things happened there too. But they, it wasn't as explicit. It's funny. Um, I, I I would have said the second episode was more harrowing, just because of what you didn't see in some ways. And in well, yes, I agree with you that that it was. There are ways in which it was more harrowing, and there are ways in which it was more genteel because it looked like you know a travelogue. Should I know, be watching uh, this? Um, it, it depends. I mean, you don't watch it because you think you're going to have fun. That's for sure. No, um, no. Well, unless you think it's fun to watch, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch choose scenery, which of course I do. Um, and <laughs> um, you know, in and in, in uh, Sherlock, uh, he's a drug addict also, and we, they find him at one point in a, in a den, and he's also all his mind is is uh, off somewhere too. So um, it's it's been interesting listening to um, Cumberbatch on these talk shows talk about how the uh, every time they mention this, they say the only two characters he's wanted to play more than anything in his career were Hamlet and this character because he loved the book so much. And I'm thinking, wow, this doesn't seem like, you know, I, I, I almost want to read the books to see the language in the books that describe um, his horrible addictions, hmm. the horrible mistakes he makes, um, the, his public humiliations over and over again at, uh, that were his own doing. And the first um, hour, um, you really don't get a sense of what drove him to all of this, except that he's been called to New York from England to uh, to collect the body of his father, and it's very obvious he um, has um, ill feelings, to say the least, towards his father. And the second episode is they're off in the countryside, um, and his father, played by Hugo Weaving, is about the most menacing um, person you'll see on screen in a long time. It's the and, eyebrows. Yeah. And his mother uh, is an American, uh, an alcoholic American heiress, Jennifer Jason Lee. And it's a lot of it is about how these people will come to this place, this beautiful place with these horrible, horrible people and turn a blind eye to, to what's going on with this child when obviously things are terribly wrong. Um, how, how many adults failed this, um, uh, this poor little boy? Uh, and, um, and also it, it ends, sec- that second episode ends and Benedict Cumberbatch is hardly in the second episode at all. It ends with, right. um, he obviously has friends who are used to um, his ups and his downs, but who, instead of going into rehab, he basically rehabs with his friends. Um, so, uh, and I've read a little bit about where uh, his life is headed, and the ups and downs and the roller coaster of it are just um, terrifying in some ways. But again, it's really about, um, it's almost about, you know. Cumberbatch getting on the Emmy viewers um, <laughs> sites right. um, again yeah, because he has so much he has to do. There is a scene in um, a hotel where um, they're on a balcony, like a restaurant balcony, and um, where uh, he has done so many drugs and had so much to drink that he, the fact that he's standing at all is ridiculous. 
Um, but how he makes his way across the floor, yes. um, slithering and hanging on to things and knocking things Sounds over. Sounds like the Wolf of just, Wall Street um, with uh, Leonardo yes. DiCaprio. Oh my God, perfect um, analogy. Uh, and um, you know, and how the camera follows him along it is is pretty um, amazing. And um, but if I can say. To say I enjoyed this, to see right. this descent into hell, and then to see this horrible childhood. Uh, but of course, there's wealth involved, so there's you know a lot of well, beauty. Well, that makes it okay. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of beauty in it too. It's shot night. It's shot. There's tasteful estate furniture and oh, and whatever. Oh, well, sure, we'll watch. Wait till you see this country home. You'll Not want it. Yeah, yeah, you'll okay. want it. Um, but. Um, yeah. Are uh, you going to watch the rest of it, Sharon? Of course. You know me. I get obsessed yeah. with someone I watch. Um, I, I, I don't think I will. I think I've I think I've had enough. Probably. You know, because, not that it was bad. I don't right. begrudge anyone watching it. I just I, I don't yeah. I don't need that. Well, it's only five episodes, right? Or it they, is. It is. Five, it's five, right? So th- that's one thing the Brits do well. Hours. They're not going to. Yeah, yeah. Can't we talk about the finale of Barry instead? Oh, we can do that another time for sure. <laughs> I mean, we All should. Right. Um, I haven't seen of, it yet. So let's oh, go. oh speaking wow. of harrowing. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> that'll be next week. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. We can talk about finales next week. But in the meantime, on to <laughs> on to Captain Cancelled. So I guess I want to ask, what is your biggest? surprise renewal or your biggest surprise cancellation or your biggest heartache what 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 stuck out at you um this this week okay i went through the list again and i came to the conclusion that i really don't watch network television anymore so (laughs) it's just show after show of things that i never watched in the first place except for great news Mm -hmm. but you you knew that wasn't going to yeah. Last, um, I guess uh, Champions you, is on the bubble, so that would be nice if they'd keep that. Did you go through the roller coaster ride of Brooklyn Nine Nine? Like, no. You know what? I really think that's a great show, but mm-hmm. I'm like three seasons behind. And oh I kinda no! I kind of thought okay. that it was, yeah. it was I'm going in the same to place as you, Marie. Yeah, and NBC owns it, right? So yeah. yes. the odds yeah. of it getting on Hulu or something were pretty good. And by the way, fun fact: Did you know that our former uh, intern Alexis Wilkinson? from four summers ago is a writer and has directed some of that show. Mm-hmm. I'll see, I'll oh, see wow, her I name, didn't. yeah. Yeah, we were always trying to figure out what she was doing here. <laughs> <laughs> she, she seemed really, really... T- she had, she I has think she had she, interned at The Tonight Show before she came to us. Yeah, and Harvard before that. And then she was on Veep. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, well, come to the PG and, you know... Just hang out, one, you know, for the, your few weeks of, of off time. Um, but Deadline for, writing, I yeah, guess. But I Brooklyn Nine-Nine... Um, was something that I wanted to see how they were going to work out um, the two uh, the two main characters getting married and and go forward with it if they could and now um, we'll know and it's one of these shows that um, it goes down so easy everything things usually go as expected they actually do pol- good police work in the middle and I do ask myself it. why am I not watching yeah. this every week yeah and Andy you know? Samberg I mean he owns that role now in a way I thought at first that he was just you know he was a sketch comedian as, as often comedians start out who wasn't you know much of an actor mm-hmm. but, um, but well, look he, at Bill Hader yeah exactly well, we're, gonna, we're gonna bring up Barry as many no you are <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stay away um, right. until uh 
the time has come. Um, but um, yeah, I'm, I was really glad to see that back. And now I um, and speaking of shows that were on the bubble, and I just read that Timeless is on the bubble again. I would like to see them at least complete it. If but they they just totally mm. reset it. So now to not bring it back, and it reminds me of shows that do that, like a show that has um, uh, that knows that it's it's in trouble. Doing something, um, it's a real cliffhanger finale, maybe in the yeah, I, I hate that. I hate when producers do that. I think that's yeah. disrespectful of the audience. And yeah. I will never forgive CBS for canceling now and again. Yeah. With the biggest, oh, the, yeah, federal agents burst in as Firefly is as my, everybody. Is, yeah, no, it's yeah. kind of hard to explain. This was a yeah. true cliffhanger. Yeah. You don't, you don't know what yeah. happened. No, no, no. I, actually, I do. I, I just miss Firefly still. <laughs> don't we all? Yeah. Don't we all? Um, but I, I will. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Sharon. No, I, I just thought that that was worth mentioning for them to do that, knowing that they were brought back after being canceled. Mm. Um, right. Uh, and. Um, and they were still on the bubble, although I don't think the ratings have changed much. I mean, the same amount of people who watched them uh, before, the few of us um, are watching it now. But I, I found that was like, really, guys? Yeah. This is what, um, how you might go out? Um, so I thought that was pretty annoying. Um, and you just sent me something about um, The Last Ship, obviously, which, you know... You're um, the only person watching that show. Well, <laughs> obviously three other people. And it so, has to be so expensive. I mean, it must be the most expensive show on television in some ways to shoot. But they've been off the water so much. And there, are, and there have been so many other ships that it just makes me laugh now All right. to think of it. So I don't understand that. But, you, but they had been renewed, um, you know, right. a double renewal. I know we're talking network here, but... What do we just curiously? What do we think of Legion? Can they continue doing this? Because I'm going to stop watching. Uh, I haven't been watching, and I don't think it has been renewed yet for another season. It but. is so freaky. It is like so there's, off the wall freaky. It doesn't even have a plot anymore. There's, yeah, there's no, no, not even a suggestion. And I, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I loved it so much the first season, and I just can't. If this is how freaky can you get? Every and, and pretty gross too at times. Yeah. Since we've we've left the broadcast world, <laughs> <laughs> I will now mourn the only cancellation that I am sad about, and that is the expanse on sci-fi. Oh yeah. Oh, they canceled it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm way they behind did. on oh. that. That is a shame. So did oh, they end right. that as a, a cliffhanger? Yeah. Well, they haven't. They're in the middle of their third season right now. Right. So, so. we don't know yet how it's going to end. But oh, it's like, I see. It, finally got good this season and delivered on the promise of season one it took three seasons to get some (laughs) characters to finally meet one another and Uh, you know i didn't love it in season one because i hated the thomas jane character and then they (laughs) killed him off in season two and i was like okay i like this show now and um it just got better and better after that and it's gotten Uh tighter and stronger and more interesting the politics of it have gotten fascinating as it's gone and um I'm just super sad that that it's been canceled. There's all kinds of campaigns to try and get Netflix or Amazon or someone mm-hmm. to pick it up, but I, I think that will be proved futile most likely. Do you it has to it, be expensive. Do you know, do you know if it um, follows the books or if it had strayed from the books? So I, I don't know. I know someone who has read the books, so after this yeah. season wraps, I'm going to try and find out if I can just go read the books to get my <laughs> yeah. my conclusion. Oh, okay, because I, I mean, I know the books, so, but again, there's just so much to watch and so much to do that I, I this and, is one I haven't kept up on that I, I 
I felt like I should catch up on. Okay. And since we're so, I mean, hey, we've got airtime, right? Um, was there anything that you saw that was announced at the upfronts about new shows that was exciting? Because there was one that I'm really interested in. But should we say that for another day? Yeah, let's let, let's talk about that next week, just because we haven't gotten through all the networks yet, and and then next week, yeah, let's make that one of our topics next week. Shows <laughs> for fall that we're excited about, based solely on a log line or a trailer. Cool. Okay, Dad. All right, okay. we'll do that next week. All right, thank you, Sharon. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Maria. Bye, Rob. And thanks, as always, to our producer, Melissa Tack, and thank you for listening. If you have any topic suggestions or comments, please email me at rowen at post-gazette.com, and we'll chat with you again next week.